Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Rap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. You're here today with Andrew and Spring, and we're going to be talking about your questions about sex. Um, so, well, sex, love, relationships, and I'm being told to slow down already. Okay, so welcome, everyone. <laughs> I should sound like NPR, welcome. like the NPR voice. I don't know. How are you today, Spring? I'm so great. Um, I have a friend that makes fun of me for saying great a lot. I'm great. You're, I'm great. I say that a lot, apparently. So I teach a lot of really, I am great. really sad, depressing stuff. And a student will respond in, in my class and be like, oh, and they'll say something really like tragic or sad. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Like, cause they, <laughs> I don't mean that the, the, the thing that you told me is great. I mean, great in terms of we're having a, co- anyway, I understand greatness, um, and the problems <laughs> with it. Yes. Weird, oh. yeah. um, so I was telling another friend um, about our podcast a couple of nights ago, and I always assume that everyone knows about our podcast. And when I have a friend that doesn't know about it, I'm like, how do you not know this about me? Because I love the sex rap. And uh, so I was talking to him about it and he was like, wow, it must be a lot of work to really put that together. And I was like, well, yeah, it is. But, you know, we're experts and I know everything there is to know about sex. So, and he just started cracking up (laughs) and he was like, you know, everything there is to know about sex. And I was like, yeah, that's why we have this podcast. Everything, everybody, everything at all. And he said, that's my new favorite spring quote. I know everything about sex there is to know. <laughs> so you should start challenging her. You should like uh, start sending us questions you don't think she'll be able to answer. That will be, we'll have a whole episode. You send them to me and I'll just ask her all of your crazy sex questions. Oh my God. I don't even get to see them first. No. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that's so scary. We'll do it live, <laughs> live on the air. No, uh, we'll figure out live. Like, see us on YouTube and our channel that doesn't exist. We are on the radio waves. Wait, are they called radio waves I, on podcast? I don't. We're oh, downloaded. We're downloaded. We're totally downloadable. Yeah, radio wave. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't own a radio in any of my devices. Not even my car has a radio. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. And <laughs> I saw. Uh, portable cd player for sale in the cvs yesterday and i was like i didn't even know we still sold portable cd players so listeners i do this thing every month um (laughs) where uh, i never want to be that kind of person who like oh music from my high school years was the best or music like i don't want to get stuck (laughs) in a musical rut so every month i make myself not make myself, but I enjoy listening to all kinds of new music, whether it's pop or rap or country or hip hop. Like I listen to all kinds of stuff and I burn myself one CD every month. That's my old technology use. Wait, where do you play the CD? In my car. Oh, wow. Or my work computer. My computer doesn't even have a CD drive I don't know anymore. What I'm, I'm not, but the thing is I have this big binder where every month I'll have like February, 2015, and I can pull out and see the music that I was listening to and discovering that month. So it's this kind of like ongoing musical journal of, and and most of it's terrible music too. Maybe I'll I'll post some for our listeners at some point. (laughs) Well, speaking of posting things for our listeners. Oh my gosh, we have a question. What are we doing today? (laughs) Um, So the question we have today is what the hell is a female condom? 
that's actually the question. What the hell is a female condom? I love that. Um, And that is, I think we have heard that exact phrase on this question so many times because people, when they hear about a female condom, which are now being rebranded as internal condoms, but when they hear that term, it is what the hell? <laughs> what is so it? Because so many people haven't heard about them. Well, and even if you show somebody one, they're like, what? What is that thing? <laughs> like, I'm supposed to use that? Um, so today we're going to be talking about female condoms and how to use them and all kinds of other uh, tidbits about them. Um, yeah. So I recently just showed uh, one of my best friends what a female condom was and how to use it. And uh, because she had come to my office and she saw that I had a big box of them and she was like, what the hell? (laughs) And I then showed her how to use it. And yeah, it is it is something that we want to actually have people look at and play with and know a bit about before trying to use it with a partner. Right. I mean, for us, whenever we're talking uh, and answering questions about, you know, ways to protect yourself or ways to prevent pregnancy or ways to prevent STDs, I mean, we want to give you an arsenal. We want you to be able to have 20 different options so you can choose the one that works best for you. And for a lot of people, and we're going to be talking about why, female condoms, once you get to know them and play with them and figure them out, um, are a great addition to ways that you can protect yourself. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the pros and cons of female condoms. Um, so we'll start with some of the pros. Um, one of the great pros of a female condom is that it is made out of polyurethane instead of latex. So that means that people that are allergic to latex can use uh, polyurethane. They can use any type of polyurethane condoms, which come in male and female, but female condoms are polyurethane. So you don't have to worry about that. And that polyurethane means that they're also um, more heat conductive. So some people find that really nice because they feel like it feels closer to that idea of not using protection with that heat conductivity that happens. Well, and a lot of men really like to use uh, internal or female condoms too, because they're not restrictive. Um, So when you open one up and you look at it, it's kind of like a little plastic bag, a little like, uh, like you could take a can of Pepsi or Coke and kind of like put it inside of it. That's sort of like, it's a round hoop with the round inside. We'll post some pictures um, in in the notes of the episode. So you can kind of click on it and see what they look like as well. But um, one of the big complaints that we get about male condoms is that they're restrictive or they don't feel like very much. If you're using an internal or female condom, um, there's a lot more friction. Like Spring said, um, it actually, it feels hot. Like the heat is there. um, So it feels like you're using less, even though it's a lot bigger than a male condom. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, less is more, more is less, more is less. <laughs> so, yeah, so that means, so Andrew's talking about how the actual diameter of the condom, like how big it is from one side of the circle to the other is much bigger than the traditional male condoms. So that means that there is no tight base around the base of the penis that can feel uncomfortable or restrictive to some men. But we would also encourage anybody that had that problem to try different male condoms also. But if someone complains of that, then the female condom is another great option to try to uh, find good protective solutions. 
Um, and another issue that people bring up with uh, male condoms pretty frequently is that like they lose the mood or they'll lose their erection or it takes them out of the experience when they have to put it on in the middle. Now, all of those to me are pretty weak excuses anyway. Um, but with the internal condom, it can be put in in advance. And just how much in advance, Spring? Um, up to eight hours in advance. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you're not going to kill the mood unless you are doing foreplay for over eight hours, which, color me impressed. (laughs) Color me sore. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So, it can be put in, I mean, up to eight hours, but, you know, you can put it in before you start moving towards penetrative intercourse with another person, um, an hour, 15, like 20, it doesn't have to be in the middle of the sex act, right? So up to eight hours or any reasonable time before. Yeah. yeah. I think I would feel pretty weird if I was a woman. Well, I would feel weird if I was a woman because I wouldn't be used to it. But I would be, might feel a little weird if I had like part of a female condom hanging out of me for eight hours. Well, I mean, this is one thing that we need to explain. So uh, when the female condom is used in a female, because it can use can be used for anal sex also with any gender, but when it's used uh, in a vagina, um, the most of the condom goes inside and lines the um, vaginal walls. And then there is part of the condom that remains outside. So that means that there is a little bit of a um, extra protection around the lips of the vagina. So you have the um, whole front area that's actually protected from sexually transmitted infections as well. These skin to skin infections that can be transmitted um, during sex when a male condom is being used. Right. Um, and two of the most common uh, STDs in the United States are HPV, uh, genital herpes and HSV. Um, wait, genital warts and herpes. Herpes. Oh, my gosh. HPV, human papillomavirus and right. HSV, herpes simplex virus. Um, so herpes and genital warts. Uh, so it actually adds a little bit of extra protection for some of the most common sexually transmittable uh, infections, sexual STDs. So. Right. So that little bit of protection on the outside is more than you get with a male condom. And, um, but that does mean that if you're putting the condom in up to eight hours in advance, you do have part of this condom external to the body. So, um, you need to kind of be aware of that if you're putting it in really far in advance. Um, but I mean, one of the, these pros that we're talking about is being able to put in advances. Um, I'm really saying, you know, you know, 10 minutes or something before so that as you are engaging in foreplay, you then don't have to even take 10 seconds to stop and get ready for penetration. Um, One of my favorite things about uh, female condoms is that uh, women uh, can really be in control as well. Like uh, sometimes, like if we really look at use of male condoms overall, men buy most of them, men apply most of them, men have to use them. Um, if you're using female condoms, uh, the woman um, or the trans man has a lot more say over what's happening, when and how they're being used. Um, so it kind of gives some of that power to uh, the woman in terms of birth control too. And that's really exciting because uh, so many women feel like 
if they want to have sex with a partner, they kind of have to do uh, what the male says, whether he doesn't like condoms or whatever he kind of says it's an issue with certain condoms. And I know a lot of women personally who have, you know, said, well, I couldn't use a condom with him because he didn't like them. And, and there isn't, I think, enough awareness of how much control a woman actually can take of her own sexual health in these scenarios and thinking about both different types of male condoms and the option of female condoms and how a woman can take that uh, agency back for herself. Absolutely. Uh, I'm just going to go off for one second. I, I go off a lot. Uh, so if you are ever in a situation and you're going to be having sex with another person and they tell you that they do not like condoms and they don't want to use it and they're insistent, even though you want to protect yourself and them, my my advice would be to, to get out and say no. Like, this is not going to happen. I don't care if you don't like it because... I like not being pregnant. I like not having STDs and I like not being at risk for giving or contracting. I'm sorry, but I've heard many, many women and other men in my life say the same kind of thing where their partner didn't like to do something. So they would put themselves at risk because of their dislike. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing to think about in advance. So if if you can imagine this scenario for yourself now, and if a partner is saying to you that they don't want to use a condom because of whatever reason, if you can think through that in advance and think through what your stance is and know that about yourself so that you can communicate that and so that you can be firm in what's important to you, I think that really helps because it can be unnerving when you're kind of caught off guard with that and you're kind of in the heat of the moment. So knowing what uh, your stance is and what you want and really being clear about that. And it doesn't even need to be in reference to a particular person that can just be what is your stance on condoms, you know, and where do you draw the line with a partner? Yeah, important. Okay, we need to take a break. So we'll be right back for the second half of the show. Welcome back, everybody. Hey. Um, So I think we left a really important piece of uh, internal condoms out of the beginning of our show. How do you actually use one? How to put them in. What are the steps? Yeah. Like I know step one. So step one is you look at the package and you make sure that it's not expired. They have expiration dates. And then the other thing that you should do is you should make sure that the package hasn't been torn or perforated anywhere. Um, So you can kind of like squeeze it. uh, And if the air kind of stays inside and you can squish it around, I call it the air bubble. So make sure that it hasn't expired and that the air bubble is still intact. (laughs) So step step two. So when you take the female package, the female condom out of its packaging, you'll want to, it'll be kind of squished down flat and you'll want to extend it out so that it looks like a sheath. And then there are two little circles that look um, like 
about the size of a wrist. Yeah, that looks kind of like a jelly bracelet. And there's one um, on the outside ring, the one that stays outside of wherever you're inserting the condom. And then there's the ring that is inside the condom. And the ring that's on the inside of the condom is floating free. It isn't like attached to the base at all. And so that ring that's floating free on the inside You'll want to hold on the outside of the condom and squish it down uh, so that it's flat. And so you'll hold it in that flat shape as you insert it. And we're going to talk here about a vagina because when you insert it somewhere else, if you put it in the anus, you would take that inner ring out. That inner ring. Right. And when you squish it, it kind of looks like a figure eight almost. Like when you squish it But you don't want to twist it into a figure eight. You would just right. hold it together. So you're flattening the circle. And so then you would put that into the vagina. And once it's inside, you can kind of let that go and it'll expand back out into its circular shape. And then the fingers go inside the condom, inside the vagina, and press that ring back and up until you find it kind of sitting around the cervix. And that means like that ring is going to help hold the condom in place by kind of sitting over the cervix. And you'll know that it's there because you can feel the cervix. It'll feel like the tip of your nose and you accept inside your vagina (laughs) and you can just kind of feel that ring kind of sit over that. And then that's how you know that the female condom is all the way inside and is in place. Yeah. Um, you have to make sure that it's not twisted as well. Um, so as you're inserting it, you have to make sure that there's no twists and turns. And um, as you put your fingers in to hook that inner ring in, that will take care of those twists because you need to like press them all the way in and kind of move it around a little bit. That sounds quite a bit more complicated than how to use male condoms. Um, And I think that's one of the big cons. I think we should talk about some of the other cons that go with it too. Um, Especially the first few times you would be inserting it, there's a lot of additional steps and work. And you have to be more comfortable with your body. Um, So, I mean, here. So, why don't we just talk about some of the cons? So, so let's talk about that inserting a little bit more. So, if... You want to try one of these condoms for penetrative sex. I would say practice putting in the condom a few times first, like get several of them to try and put it in a few times so that you have practice actually putting it in. Um, Another thing that you could do is say you had had sex with a partner using a male condom and then whenever you're done with a sexual activity, you could just do some practice with the female condom um, so that you're not practicing right before you use it, but like practicing like in advance, kind of getting that ready. And if you have a regular partner, you could have the partner practice doing that too. Um, If it's something you want to do together and that's another way to kind of like make sure it's all the way in there. Um, that you could do together and even use as part of foreplay, right? Yeah, I mean, right. Anything that you can do, I mean, any part of sex you can make intimate and part of that overall uh, intimate experience. Um, So let's see. Uh, I also want to say that uh, male condoms may seem easy to use, but to use them appropriately, actually, there are steps. And we're going to have to have an episode about how to use male condoms. (laughs) Yeah. so they may seem harder to use, but once you're used to them, they're no really not any any harder. Um, 
Let's see, you have to be comfortable with your body. I think uh, one of the reasons we see a lot of uh, teenagers and people in their 20s not using them, especially women, is there's a lot of stigma against their sexuality and their body, and they haven't really done a lot of sexual exploring. Um, So Spring said you have to reach fingers inside and touch a cervix. Um, (laughs) I think that there's probably a lot of our listeners who've never done that kind of activity as well. Like They're not familiar with your body. So maybe this could be a learning experience, not only learning how to protect yourself, but learning about your body too. Um, But it's, you know you kind of have to go through those steps to really be comfortable and effective at using one. Yeah. And I mean, but that same thing is true for male condoms. And I mean, and we actually encourage people to practice that both males and females, both with uh, a penis or with any other um, phallic type. Uh, Cucumbers, corn. You could, yeah. you could get to try it with bananas or, you know, a common favorite for that. Um, because, it, uh, it is much better to know how to do it when you want to do it and then to practice in that moment. And so, yeah, I think this is the same thing, like getting getting that practice in and getting that comfortability with the body um, is going to take you a long way. Yeah. Um, let's see. Any other cons that we should cover? Um. So they are more expensive if you are buying them and paying for them. There are a lot of health departments and organizations that give them out, but I think not quite as available as free male condoms are. So you can find free um, internal condoms, but it is a little easier probably to find uh, male condoms. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of there every um unless you come to my office or if you come to Spring's office cuz we have a lot of female condoms just waiting for you. <laughs> we do have a lot. I have a um, like maybe 700 in my office at least right now. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh I think that uh, they are a little bit less effective at preventing pregnancy too. I don't want to like so male condoms if they're used perfectly at every act of sex are 98 to 99% effective. Female condoms are Uh, a little bit less. um, And then there's that additional adjustment period where you have to get used and comfortable to using them, um, where if you're not used to them, if you're not comfortable with them, they're even less effective. So they're about 80% to 95% effective, depending on on your comfort and uh, if you use it perfectly at every instance of sex with somebody. So not quite as effective. Yeah, at preventing pregnancy. (laughs) Uh, all right. Um, so let's see, we've talked about how to use it. Um, oh, important tip. Um, if you're using a female condom, make sure that the penis goes inside of it. Since it's not put on the penis, you have to make sure that the penis is guided inside of the condom, not just to the right or the left or the top or the bottom of it. So sometimes it can kind of get pushed to the side. So just make sure that the penis goes directly inside of it. Um, and then when you finish... Um, if there's semen inside of the uh, internal condom, um, how do you take it out? Well, you have to twist it a little just to make sure that nothing spills as you pull it out. And then you just kind of have to yank. <laughs> and um, it won't hurt or anything to pull it out, but it might be a little bit of a yank because there could be a little, a tiny bit of suctioning actually that happens during uh, sexual activity. So sometimes it's a little more of a yank than other times, but that twist is going to make sure that nothing goes flying uh, as you pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then you want to tuck it back in its little envelope and throw it in the trash. I mean, these are significantly bigger than male condoms. They're much more likely to clog up your uh, sewer and your drain if you try to flush them. I mean, don't flush any condoms, but really do not flush these. (laughs) And I think that's that's it. That's how you use female condoms. So lots of pros, a couple cons. Um, once you're used to them, you can put them in really quickly. You can put them in ahead of time. You can have, if you're a woman, you can have control. You can use them for anal sex as well. You just have to take out the ring and then sort of push them in with the fingers or put them over the penis and use the penis to help push it in. Um, yeah. All right. So let's see. We are getting close to the end of our show. Um, So we have a tip and we have a contest. Um, So for our contest for this show, you're going to have to go to our Instagram page and look at the contest and respond. Um, Winners of the contest will get a handwritten note from either me or Spring with a selection of female condoms. Um, So we'll send direct to you what we're talking about today. Um, That's our contest. Our tip. Um, So what's our tip today? Internal condoms, we keep calling them back and forth, and that's just so you know both terms for this. Internal condoms or female condoms come with a lot of lube on them because you need lube to insert them. You need lube to have them run smoothly. And you all know that we are huge fans of lube, and we talk about it all the time, and it's so amazing. Um, But I'm going to say that female condoms, especially, they're even better when you add a little more lube. So just the tip here is lube it up. Oh, and I'm going to add to Spring's tip, like tip squared. (laughs) Um, Since they're made out of polyurethane, you actually can use a lot more uh, different kinds of lubes. You could use coconut oil. You could use baby oil. Um, With traditional latex condoms, you can't use any oil-based lubricant. Um, But with polyurethane condoms, you can use water, oil, or silicone-based. They're all um, completely safe. And that's super exciting because it is fun to use some of those oil-based lube sometimes and like coconut oil makes makes a really fun lube and it smells great but you can't use them with uh latex condoms so yeah get it out here (laughs) all right so if you have any questions for us about anything we talked about today or any other questions about love sex relationships anything like that um you can uh let us know send them in um you can reach us via phone uh we're at 413 i wrap it uh, we are, oh, I'm getting told to hold on one second. I hold mean, on. okay, go ahead. Well, we just didn't do our shout out to International Women's Day, which is this <gasps> week, which is why we recorded the female condom, females take control of your sexual health episode. Shout out. Shout out to Women's, Women's Day. Day. <laughs> okay. Now, Get your female condoms. Now, how else do you okay. contact us? <laughs> uh, you can call us. You can email us with the sexrap at gmail.com. Um, like, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at the sex rap. Um, but thanks, everybody. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid. <laughs> Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.